Welcome to Home's Room. Just like homeroom, we start off our day getting together with our homies, swapping stories, even a little kiss and tell action. This podcast contains language not suitable for younger listeners. Topics about sex and mental health. Discretion is advised. Our views are our own. Let class begin. Happy New Year! 2024 question mark how are we already there (laughs) right uh fun story i was gonna grab uh my like a new year's hat and i completely forgot because we had a lot going on but then i was like oh go grab one that we already have but it says the year and i was like oh you could have just you know post-it noted that it's fine i I should have that would have been like par for the course but um yeah and you know, this is kind of what it is, but happy new year to everybody. Um, hopefully, and this is my assumption is you are catching up on this episode because holidays are going to fall on Mondays, I believe. So like, mm-hmm. I don't expect anybody to listen to the Christmas episode. I mean, I'm going to, but I don't expect anybody to listen to the Christmas episode on Christmas. And I don't expect anybody to listen to like this one, if it falls, because I think if I remember correctly, it should fall on like that Monday or Tuesday. So like, maybe maybe not you know listen to it um at that uh at that same time yeah so it'll be a monday so this episode will fall on a monday hopefully you're catching up maybe it's tuesday thursday something like that i don't know but um either way happy new year you uh you are on day x of um you know a new chapter in your book and you are free to write it however you see fit even if you don't want to write words you can probably draw pictures whatever you need to do to get by uh don't beat yourself up too bad from the start it's it's just another day floating around on a rock yep (laughs) (laughs) uh yep we're just floating around on a rock in space among a bunch of other rocks some shinier than others some brighter than others um but yeah if you're catching up on this episode maybe it's tuesday or later on I hope you are well rested after a very crazy holiday season. Um, I think in my personal experience and the trap that I have fallen in is the first of the year you're like, yeah, I got to hit the ground running. And I'm like, I still feel so exhausted after running from house to house, from Christmas, from New Year's, from you know, Friendsgiving, we always have every year too. So it's just a lot. And I'm already starting, I'm setting myself up for failure, trying to accomplish my lofty New Year's goals. Um, <laughs> coming from a place of tired. Doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, kids can do that to you sometimes, I feel like. I don't know. Dog. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, like I said, it's just life is life is interesting and i usually try and set my new year's whatever as not a uh, resolution or anything it's just a goal it's something i want to try and challenge myself to do not like oh i'm gonna lose weight or oh i'm gonna go do this thing or i'm gonna go buy a bowflex like no that's all things that like are i don't know it's those are hard to get behind and stay behind i think that um one of the things that like for me has help me keep up with that stuff is setting a setting a goal like i want to do this more and it only takes like a month to like get in a habit of trying to do that thing more and then it's a habit 
as opposed to like forcing yourself to go to the gym because you have to go to the gym because you want to lose weight or because you want to gain muscle or because of whatever random thing you want to do as opposed to like I want to tell my friends I'm proud. I want to read a couple more books this month. Things that you can build towards. And then halfway through the year and you're like, damn, I already did that stuff. What else can I do? And now you have like a positive reinforcement as opposed to like a punishment to yourself for how you were the last year. That's not ever going to be helpful in my opinion. I want to, Matt, I want to flip the script this year. I want to do a rewards-based incentive program instead of just doing what I've done in the past, setting a goal and then beating myself up mercilessly when I don't meet it. Like, I'm talking about, I want to read two more books a month than I already was. Easy peasy. And when I hit a certain number of books, I'm going to go to Barnes & Noble uh, maybe that's not a good a reward for myself because I already do that too much. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. Um, it, just off camera, I have a whole other bookshelf. I have my bookshelf behind me here. I am buying so many books that when I bought two copies of a new book from one of my favorite authors as part of Matt's Christmas present, I did not realize I had a third copy of that book sitting right here on my bookshelf because I had gotten my to be read my tbr had gotten away from me so much so i don't think that a barnes and noble trip is maybe maybe the move but i'm i'm saying like i i not even you know i i read these books i'm gonna treat myself to uh an add-on service for a massage or something like um rewards based not the the mental health trap of just being so unkind to myself and it is so hard to rewire your brain to do that that's why i think my usual approach doesn't work so yeah (laughs) back to the drawing board friends yeah and that's the big thing is like i said don't beat yourself up too bad one of the things that like like it's such a weird thing to me like if somebody sneezes and they're like, oh, sorry, you're sorry for an involuntary bodily function. Like, don't be sorry for that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a thing. Uh, somebody like closes a door and you were planning on going right back out and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, you can't read minds. So like, you would have never known that that was a thing. So like, don't beat yourself up about things like that. Like, it's not, it's, it's not the end of the world because you can't go to the gym as much as you want, or it's not the end of the world because you can't do whatever thing the way that you wanted to do it or you're already in february and you're like damn i haven't even like started to look at which bowflex i want like whatever that thing is like don't beat yourself up so much about it it ultimately are you happy are you are you comfortable in the life that you're living and like start tweaking those things don't tweak the things that like are big things like hey I want to lose weight and that's the thing that you decide to do. So maybe look at like what food you eat or look at, you know, how often you eat dinner with your family and maybe portion control comes into play because you usually eat by yourself or because you're usually eating with your family, you're talking. So like you eat more because you're not even paying attention. Like look at those things that are easier things to fix in your house without spending a bunch of money. And like, you might, 
get a better quality of life because you realize, oh, wait, it's because I'm not talking to my family and I want to hear what my kids have to say. I want to listen to my husband talk about this football game that I don't know or this. Uh, I want to hear my wife talk about this um, sewing thing that she went to and thought it was really good or vice versa, in all honesty. Dude, perfect example. <laughs> my husband today, he goes, hey, I know you don't really care about college football. I really don't. I don't. I pay attention to Bama kind of out of a like PTSD. That's a joke of a, an old habit <laughs> that I picked up from one of my old bosses at my prior job. I could always tell when my lieutenant was going to come in in a shitty mood and it's if Bama lost. So I always think of him and I always pay attention to the Bama score. That's the extent of what I care about. A terrible Mizzou fan here in Missouri. My husband, we do this thing where we've we've caught each other in the trap of like coming to be super excited about something with one another. We've started to just be like, hey, I know you're not going to care about this topic. Can you pretend to care about this topic or give me some kind of reaction? So I do that sometimes with, I don't know, uh, podcasts that I listen to or um, new beauty products or like new... Um, skincare things that i buy or a new book that i buy that i'm interested in and i <gasps> really that's so cool and uh, he did the same to me <clears throat> he goes i need you to pretend like you're excited about this even if you're not and so that was me put down my switch because you know i started a new world on minecraft so adhd <laughs> be adhd -M. and he said i know you don't care about this i need you to pretend to care about this i go okay he goes miss do I was playing golf this weekend with my friend and Mizzou. We stopped playing golf just to listen to this field goal. You know how a like 50 yard field goal is like such a big deal. And I was like, yeah, it's like half of, <laughs> of a football field. Like I know that much. He goes, Mizzou hit a 56 yard football something. <laughs> and it like won the game or tied the game or something. And then also here's a picture of the guy who did it. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, so even if it's, you know, feigned interest, it's still a connection that we're getting with one another. And it's super interesting that you bring that up because that is definitely one of my my goals for this year is to unwind from a day by having my little cute little family of four sitting around a table, all technologies off, all of the the games are off, phones are away, and we're just connecting with one another. Um, we've kind of gotten into this habit of my two-year-old is hopping around the place demanding to be to watch Hot Dog, which mm -hmm. is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Um, you know, we're just like hanging on after a very difficult two days, separate days at work that we're trying to, to still unwind from. So um, the other thing I wanted to say about that, too, is we are calling them New Year's resolutions. It's not like you have to hit your goal and maintain maintain it the first week. It is the something that you're supposed to, if that's what the way that you want to approach it. You know, if it's cutting out sh like soda and sugar, or cold turkey, like that's one thing that you can do. But it's also something that you can ease into as well. And that's why I'm sitting there thinking, like, beat my brain against a rewards based program. If I have, you know, 
six less sodas in the first one i'm this, this is an example i don't chug that much soda yeah. if i do though it's gonna be those triple shot fucking starbucks drinks because you know yeah. i'd be going nuts on the espresso that is for sure um maybe that would be a good goal for me um but i also argue too like yeah this is um our new year's episode and of course, it is a good season to to sit down, take an inventory of your life and an inventory of the things that you wish you could change. Um, but it is not to be the tortured artist millennial. It is so cliche to wait till New Year's to do a new resolution. So I have here off camera nicotine patches <laughs> and nicotine gum right here. My fun little inventory here because it's not new year's as we're sitting down to record this but um i've been a smokestack on a vape pen and um i know i've talked about here on the pod um my dad died from covid <clears throat> he was a longtime smoker he smoked almost every day of his life since he was like 13 or something Matt, like very very young age and my siblings we crack a awful dark humor joke that we are uh, our life expectancy based on our parents is 60 <laughs> so if we make it to 60 years in one day we're in bonus land we're in bonus time from there um so i want to be around long after 60 i don't know maybe my curmudgeon old ass will live <laughs> to be 100 who knows we'll be doing homes room well, yes, Matt, my teeth <laughs> fell out, but here we are. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, but it is, it is, it is a, it's a year to accomplish it. So, like, don't limit yourself, but also to, like, you don't have to hit it day one and maintain. That is so unrealistic, and it is setting yourself up for failure. That's why you got all these gym memberships that are bought and aren't even touched after the first two years of uh, the first two weeks of the year because you know you hit the gym and think you're gonna be hitting prs every other day when you're just in there trying to get back to where you were in the first place yeah. you know so yeah. i don't know i've i've fallen into that trap i don't know if you have Matt. uh believe it or not no uh one of like i've never been big on new year's resolutions like i like i said i, I kind of like when i when i was younger it wasn't necessarily a thing like my new year's resolution was like get a job like it wasn't any you know it was stupid stuff but um as i got older and like new year's resolution stupid man i mean when you're like whatever what was i like 16 that was that was kind of that was kind of <laughs> stupid but um like the uh the older i got and the more i started to like think about resolutions and what they would be the more it was like i wanted to challenge myself to be a better person not better like I don't not get a gym membership like it, that that wasn't necessarily like a, a thing it, you know eating better wasn't necessarily a thing you know like just being a better human being has always been like high on my list so it was always stuff like tell my mom thank you more you know or you know remember to uh tell my um tell my sisters I love them because I don't do it enough stuff like that and that's kind of what you know ultimately what it comes down to I like it. How so? If hypothetically that I wanted that to be one of my New Year's goals is to be a better person, obviously so much of that is is subjective to the goal setter. But when you know, 
What does that mean to you? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's, I think everybody being different, it's, it's a thing that for me, that's like hard to explain, I guess, because like for you, you know, like, you, you know, like you reference your uh, nicotine patches and gum and stuff. Like that's a thing that like is important to you is, is like a driving factor. And for me, I always want to be improving in some way as far as like becoming a better person or a better listener or like being able to offer more back to than what I take out. And that mark is always changing. So like, it's not necessarily like the goal. It's just a, a, a waypoint to look at as opposed to, you know, like I have to do this thing. Mm-hmm. No, I've definitely, after my dad passed away, I had a moment like that where you have this inventory of your life that you start taking where you're like, what is my legacy going to be when I'm gone? And mm-hmm. surprise, Matt, who knew that we were going to go to a deep episode <laughs> for our New Year's <laughs> episode, but on brand, on brand. Um, so on brand and, and and always when we least expect it to i had um you know took that inventory and that's when i had the conviction that i know that my purpose here on this earth is to be a good person and do good things and a lot of that for me was looking at and listening hearing all of the things that people were saying to us after my dad died i'm still hearing incredible things because he was so quiet and introverted in with the things that i thought mattered that i know mattered but whatever um for me that was generosity if i can have a a short period of my life or a single decision and turn that into an opportunity to be generous i'm going to do that so for me typically what i would do as i'm for example getting rid of all my clothes in my closet (laughs) january 1st great time to do that get rid of all your old shit that you haven't touched in the last year for me i'm going to use that as an opportunity to love on the ladies at daycare every instead of sitting there posting every single thing on poshmark getting some money back and like dealing with mailing packaging all of the things that come with that like yes that would probably be the the smarter financial decision of course i also get into executive dysfunction issues with adhd (laughs) where that's such a big daunting task that these bags of clothes just sit there and then i can't do anything with them i'm saying this as i have two or three bags of of old clothes in my car right now so it is the the pot calling the kettle black (laughs) Um, I'm going to take that as an opportunity and love on the ladies at daycare. And I'm going to bring all these clothes to all, cause there's a lot, a lot of ladies there that are the same size as me, thankfully. Um, and I'm going to give it, just give it to, to them, love on them. They show grace and kindness and love to my children every single day. And, um, that's one thing that I'm going to do to be generous every single time, you know, I am asked, do you want to round up for such and such foundation? Yes, I want to do that. Every time I see uh, the firefighters on the street corners to fill the boot, yes, I'm going to do that. Even if it's a dollar, $5, $10 here or there, 
I'm going to make sure that I'm giving generously and I'm giving relentlessly. Um, <laughs> weird. Also weird uh, idea that I had the other day, too, speaking of generosity. Um, I had an awful day. I have one of those male coworkers that goes out of his way every opportunity that he can to make me look bad. He did it. I was having a shitty day. There's a police sergeant here in St. Louis County that needs a kidney. <laughs> I matched his blood type. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fill this questionnaire out. and I'm going to sign up to be a living donor for him. Um, I haven't heard back anything of whether they're going to start like a, like a, you know, testing or whatever. I was like, fuck it. Like I've had an awful day. I know a radical act of kindness and generosity is going to be something that, um, will help save my day, save my attitude, but know that no matter what is coming to me, I'm going to turn around and put kindness back out into the world. And that's not a January 1st goal. That's a, a small little life change, attitude adjustment change that happens over time. And I, that things like that didn't start lining up to me until after I had the morbid, you know, meditation of what are people going to remember me as when I'm gone? Because mm-hmm. we're not here forever. You know, fuck it. We're dumb idiots rolling around on a fucking rock, you know? Yeah. So when I'm gone, I want people to come and tell my kids, yeah, she randomly like gave me this whole ass bag of clothes that she was no longer needing like they were all in great condition but like you know you never know how those small acts of kindness are going to 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 change the world and i do genuinely believe that that's a thing that happens yeah um i was gonna ask if you wanted to start with like talking about things that we want to do for us or for the podcast or what you know that kind of thing but since you just jumped in with like a thing you want to do for you, I think we'll start there. So uh, for me, like I want to find myself more. I feel really lost right now. And I want to find that like 100% like real me because up until this point, like I feel like I'm watered down for like with everybody for some reason or another, like whether I feel like that person can't handle this thing or that person like this topic is too much for that person and they can't really like we don't we don't we don't have that ability to like talk about that thing so the different like sections that i have to like break myself up into i want to try and like find that 100 percent real real not you know like do i i can be this thing but is that like really who i am kind of deal I don't know if that makes sense or not, but no, it makes total sense. What is, so in a perfect world, you've accomplished that task. What does that look like for you? Like, what are you looking for when you say find yourself just because specifically I've, I've felt that as well. Mm -hmm. I've felt stuck. I, in the last year, I felt more stuck than not. And we've kind of talked about that sometimes on and off camera. When you feel not stuck, what is what do you feel like and what does your life look like that it maybe doesn't look like right now? I mean, open and honest conversations is something like obviously, you know, we we do to a degree here, but obviously there's some things that like we haven't touched on or we don't touch on or we like kind of skirt around. And I know for for me in general, like I crave, crave like deep, meaningful conversation. Without that, like I feel like dormant and uninterested in 
everything around me because it's just like, cool, I could be doing something better than this, but I'm here and we're having meaningless conversation. So it's being able to have like meaningful conversation with anybody in my presence because I've like cultured that relationship with them. And like, uh, they either was like, Hey, yeah, I like this version of you. I like that you're telling me these things or that we're having these conversations and, uh, you know, we can continue to have these conversations or they're like, Oh, you're fucking weird, dude. I don't know. I thought you were like, I don't know why you're saying this. I'm going to go over here and not talk to you. And, you know, like I've, uh, recently like started posting stuff to my, um, to my stories and kind of my like personal Instagram, you know, more so because the real me, the authentic me has opinions, has things to say, but like for sensibility of like, you know, you, who's a new friend who might not know this thing or might not understand this thing. Like, I don't need to throw that in your face. Cause we're not like, it, it's not something that pertains to you or that you need to, you know, be exposed to, but at the same time, like trying to live authentically. And, you know, one thing that this podcast, I guess, has helped me do is like realize how important it is to, to not do that to like take those opportunities and those moments to be like hey like i remember i posted a uh a slightly inappropriate photo i guess you if you will to my story and it was like uh you know close friends or whatever and people were like uh are you okay and it's like yeah i'm fine why and it's like well i just wasn't expecting to like see that and it's like well number one you obviously didn't like read the caption that was attached to the picture, you just saw the picture and it was like shock value. But, um, you know, the caption was, I have not been feeling, you know, like confident in myself and my body and, you know, the way I look or whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if anybody can post a picture to feel a little bit of confidence or whatever that thing is, um, then it should be celebrated or it should be welcomed. But like when a guy does it, it's like, oh, that's fucking weird. Why are we doing this? What, I don't understand. And that's exactly what happened. And I just thought it was so funny because in the end, it's like I wasn't naked, number one. So like that doesn't matter. It was a really good picture. So like, you know, it was it was something that was like, I don't want to say artfully done, but like it wasn't it wasn't a bad picture. It wasn't like every it was nothing more than what you would see if I was at the beach. So, you know, we should we should be able to get around that. But, you know being able to post that picture, the caption was capturing that was saying, you know, Hey, like I, I thought about posting this picture like millions of times and my brain now says, fuck it, like do it, feel good about posting that picture or whatever. And I need to take more opportunity for that. And in a perfect world to, you know, circle back and answer that question, you know, it's having the confidence in me and not the question of like, man, I don't want to have to deal with somebody's mouth. Like, it's not that I'm afraid to have that conversation. It's not that I'm like, oh, I don't know what people think. I just don't want to have to explain it. Like, I shouldn't have to explain it. It should just be like, you accept me for me because you're my friend. You accept my post for what it is because you're my, because you're my like homie or you don't. And that's a conversation for you to have with yourself, not for you to have with me because that ultimately doesn't matter to me or shouldn't matter to me. I like that. I feel like it's also helpful to when you're missing that fuck it attitude that um, I 
usually have but have been lacking lately um it's a fun mental exercise to go through like okay what is stopping me from doing this one thing and if i do it what's the worst that could happen um like keeping with your example of posting that video or that that picture on instagram because i've been there too you know you're like I don't know, like, this isn't usually my style. It's not usually on brand for me. And I'm not super, super caught up with things being on or off brand. But this was back when I started being way more intentional with my social media usage, both my consumption of it and what I was putting out there after I wrote my first my my book. And I was trying to like sell copies of my book. Like I was, I got caught in this trap of like, is this post going to like sell more copies of my book? And like, that's a not helpful place to be making decision making when all I'm trying to do is be as genuine as possible on social media. So if I post this video, what's the worst that's going to happen? Catty bitches take screenshots and I'm talked about in their group message that I'm not even ever going to see. Yeah. You know, which if I were to ever read those messages or that get back to me, would that probably mess with my head a little bit? Yeah. But I've found, too, while I've, like, embraced all of this well, by putting myself out there more both on this podcast, on social media or, you know, whatever it is in my everyday life, all the and I, I put this in one of my Instagram captions recently, too. All the shit talking happens in rooms that I'm not even in. Mm -hmm. Everybody that's talking about you is, first of all, it it is, it is, it speaks more about them than it does to you. Um, I did an, uh, I did an Instagram live once upon a time, long time ago to have an open conversation with my followers on Instagram um about the self-publishing process right after i put my book out and just to talk about it and i was really excited about it and there's a group of four or five colleagues that popped in one of them left a comment that was like a funny like joke or whatever and then they all left and it got into my head because they are the crew of people that will probably be shit talking me like oh Caitlin's on Instagram live and having a conversation with like three followers on Instagram right now talking about self-publishing. Okay. But also two of those followers met each other for the first time and started like hanging out and being friends. It's like two different friends from completely different weird chapters of my book and, and or of my life met together in There's so much out there. There's so much opportunity out there. And it's so sad to me in hindsight, especially in like high school and college, when I let fear get in the way from me accomplishing great things that maybe people didn't understand in the first place or people didn't get because it goes against the mold of like regular behavior, you know? I never thought I'd be an author. I never thought I'd be putting myself out there as vulnerable as I have been with like my grieving adventure and what my life is like now having two dead parents, you know, but again, all the shit talking happens in rooms that you're not even in Matt So post that picture, do that. Like everybody needs to write a book. (laughs) Um, So I know for me, 
one of my main goals for this year, this this coming up year, is to write more. Um, I feel like I'm a better person and I have more I'm far more self-aware when I'm sitting there and I'm able to just write and like process through things. Not even necessarily journaling, even if it's, you know, working on a um writing a couple more paragraphs on this adventure into writing a thriller <laughs> that I have, you know, yeah. started to do. Um even if that never sees the light of day, like it's still allowing me to flex that creative muscle um and i like who i am when i'm creative so yeah that's a uh another one of mine is to to write more <laughs> <laughs> yeah um now if i'm looking forward to looking backwards uh i want to see what good things we have to say so like i know for me looking back uh i'm really glad uh i've pushed myself to do a lot of things and not worry about the outcome like i've always done like a risk assessment when it comes to making a decision like is this thing going to pay off what are the what are the chances of this what are the chances of that and like i don't want to stop doing that necessarily but you know that not being the important part anymore like i want to i want to do things because like this decision is ultimately like for my well-being in another area like it might not be financially good like i don't know quitting my well-paying job to take a job making like half as much uh but it allows me to you know do something else that I, that requires more time and that time is more valuable than the money that i would have been making and you know things like that where i um i started making decisions you know for me more than for everyone else where I might take the hit in one area to stop anybody from taking the hit in any area. You know, I think that that's something that like I want to uh, continue to do, but I'm glad that like I've, I've done that this, especially this last like chunk of year. And I have you to thank for that because our buddy talks before and after, you know, we record uh, and you know, the, the episodes that we talk about, definitely put things into perspective so thank you buddy you're welcome homie <laughs> here to help and you know i'm uh uh i've been uh very blessed that i feel like i've done a better job championing championing other people no once i can turn around and give myself the blind confidence and pep talks that i so welcomely give to other people to myself it's over for you bitches <laughs> yeah <laughs> once i start being my biggest cheerleader just like i'm everybody else's biggest cheerleader and i can give myself the the kindness and the you know i guess sense of loyalty that i really try hard to give hard to give to other people um you know then that's really going to be where where some positive self growth happens. So that'll be another thing that I'm working on this year. But I'm always excited to um, the biggest thing that I that I do that with are the, the ladies at daycare that take care of my kids. Um, always biggest pep talks. Never leave that building without a kind word or a compliment to one of those girls, um, even if it's having caring conversations with their district manager. <laughs> Oh, about you're going to raise our rates again. It'd be so nice for that to filter down to the ladies that actually take care of our children, oh, pay your workers. Yeah, been there on that side of it. Um, I 
every weekly review pay your people yeah <laughs> i like it uh continue to do that i can i can definitely like i literally did that job and did not make much money doing it and uh i used to love when parents would be like uh yeah we're gonna we picked you know i picked my kid up a little bit early because i know you have to wait until there's the a ratio of kids to teachers so once you uh once i pick up my kid i know that you can like you can get out of here because because i'm like when i come like you usually leave right after me so sometimes i try and come a little bit early just so you can you can get off a little bit earlier and it's like i appreciate you so definitely doesn't go unnoticed but like you know is that your good thing or is there is there something else good that you uh that you've been doing this year that like you're 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 proud of yourself for doing embracing vulnerability and trying to be more open creatively and with my grief journey a lot of that started with my book a lot of that the book started as a business venture to bring passive income to a nonprofit that we started after my dad died but it's grown into so much more than that and again i'm like i'm catching myself doing this right now matt where i'm like i'm trying to give a compliment to myself and immediately it turns to bashing where it's like yes i'm so proud that i did this I just wish I did it on a more consistent basis. <laughs> I wish I showed up every single day and like did this or accomplished that or did X, Y, Z. It's enough that I did it more than zero times. Yeah. It's enough that I did it more than zero days. There will always be things that I don't accomplish. There will always be things that I wish I would have done differently. That's literally part of the human condition of just living and surviving, being an idiot floating around on a rock with internet access, as we continuously say here, which I still vote is our next sticker. <laughs> um, but um, I'm proud of myself for um, using my social media more intentionally, specifically Instagram. In the last year, if you look back on my stories, I've been far more open about my mental health with, you know, my ADHD I was diagnosed with in the last year and learning more about that, educating myself with it, but also just trying to find my voice after writing a book and after being so vulnerable. I was so scared for the longest time to even hit publish and it's turned into something so wonderful and such a great community of friends. Like I have new friends that I text with on a like daily weekly basis that I never would have connected with who are grievers just like me I never would have connected with them if I would have been too scared to hit the publish button on Amazon and then also start talking about it um online so much more that comes with that and yes I do wish I would have done it on a consistent basis but gold star a for effort Caitlin past Caitlin <laughs> oh I, I think that's good. And, um, that flows perfectly into like the goal for the next year for the podcast. Um, uh, for me, I think that, you know, I, like I said, I set some goals for what I would like to do or like to see out of the podcast. And I'm curious as to what yours would be, but like, you know, for me, I want to do more interviews with like both of us on, um, I've, mm -hmm. I've been struggling to find interviews because people are flaky or they, listen to our episodes they see how many episodes we have or whatever and then they're like oh man like they're really professional and it's like no the fuck we're not <laughs> we don't, don't yeah, exactly don't think that but um 
you know, like I said, I want to, I want to do more interviews with both of us on, I want to do a better job of advertising. Like I haven't figured out the best way to advertise the podcast and nothing that I've tried seems to like just hit really well. And it seems like the more work I do on this thing to advertise for this episode, the less it does, the, the less it ends up, uh, like being successful and the ones that I think aren't like, I, I don't advertise for as well, or I don't think are going to be as good end up being the ones that like have more response to you. And it's so weird. So I got to figure that out. But like, that's the thing that like, I, it's, it's not my forte. I have no idea. I just gotta, I gotta learn and figure that out, but that kind of comes with the territory. Um, and a little bit better of like, uh, I guess like direction planning for episodes. Like we do a pretty good job of like, you know, doing episodes that are relevant but i think that like i could do a better job of like planning mapping out like hey let's work on these topics and like think about what we're going to do and you know i think that that's a uh a thing that as the host i should have a better handle on (laughs) what about you well, as as your co-host, I think you're doing a phenomenal job. And I know that some episodes we have a concrete plan of we're going to get from A to Z by the end of that hour. And sometimes we fall into rabbit holes <laughs> and we have side conversations that turn into a larger conversation than we were maybe necessarily planning on having. Some of those are my favorite episodes, Matt. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, for me, I want to show up consistently. I want to make sure that we are having um difficult conversations and difficult topics and i want to have more conversations where we're like passionate (laughs) about them um which you know method to the madness it's not really a difficult thing for us to continue doing in my personal opinion for me for the podcast this year i want to continue to um build a a a community Mm -hmm. i want to continue to build our homies i want to continue to um get feedback from our homies and make sure that our listeners are tuning in every week and listening to things that they want to hear us talk about. I want to make sure that we are um showing up every week ready to have fun. Like it's not difficult to do that, yeah. you know, on a weekly basis here. Um but yeah, I think there's there's definitely more topics that um I'm excited to explore. Uh I also agree with the interviews too though. I'm um but I also really like listening to the interviews <laughs> that just you give. So I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I I think as long as we're here and excited to be here, like there's not really. And also, LOL, somebody said we were professional. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. And I was like, man, I we we have we have good mics. I think that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> the, re- the rest of and it you know is what? inmates running the asylum. <laughs> And your mic is only as good as you know how to fucking work it, too. So. <laughs> Shots fired at yourself. We're not doing that anymore. That's me. We're not doing that I'm anymore. I'm saying that to me. <laughs> um, uh, on that note, uh, looking back, uh, you kind of touched on it, and I think we do a really good job of this, but I'm proud that we've stuck with it. Like, I've been trying to find mm-hmm. other podcasts to, like, collab with and, you know, show support, and so few have stuck with it that like it hasn't been easy and like you're trying to find a new podcast that like fits in with what we do that we could have a good conversation with and it would be fun or it would it would 
be something that like if we did a guest on theirs and they did a guest on ours like whatever like it would make sense and it wouldn't be like kind of confusing or weird or strange or like why are they talking to these people um but it's like really hard all of the ones that i've reached out to have like spotty episodes and they're like oh we're taking a break it's like homie you have like six episodes out like and there's like months between each episode like do you have a recording schedule but i don't feel comfortable asking that question and it's like i could still just like i would would not mind just like interviewing you if you want to do that and then they just like stop getting back to you and it's like this is work and i again like i said i i think that we've stuck with it and you know we are coming up on i think this is episode 43 or something like that so like you know 10 episodes shy of 52 which is a week an episode a week for a year and i think that Mm -hmm. that is tremendous and you know as far as you being like you know showing up and everything i think you do a really good job and i wouldn't be able to continuously do it without you especially like i said trying to find interviews has been like a little bit harder um but with all of that we've also done a good job of like staying fun and still you know doing some some heavy stuff so i think we've done good in that regard yeah i I, and again we're in it for the love of the game agreed we're not in it to like you know monetize it or turn it into like a business venture like we just like like chilling and chatting with our homies you know um and we've talked about how expensive therapy is (laughs) on past episodes granted a conversation that's recorded for an hour with a friend is not (laughs) anywhere near what the help of a um medical professional or psychologist can give you but we've consistently week after week are like you know uh, when i start out on a monday i'm like i gotta do this i gotta get the kids to daycare i gotta put a full eight hours in on my day job i gotta come home we gotta do dinner we gotta make sure that everything's okay for tomorrow and then i still have to keep it on and turn it on for an hour-long podcast with matt 100 percent of the time i feel better after we record um but it's also not like keeping it on mm-hmm. is you know yeah. like it's not necessarily equivalent to how on i had to be at my day job or you know i don't know maybe it's just different things different muscles to flex um but yeah i'm not i don't know i'm not um we're not here trying to find the cure to cancer or you know if i was smart enough yeah. to which I'm lit, but like you know, we're just here trying to have a good time and put good out into the world. And if we ever stray from that, I hope our listeners keep us accountable to that. But honestly, like, that's our thing. That's our jam, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, like I said, I, so, I think that's good. And I think that, you know, how we found each other and have such a similar outlook on it. And, like, that's part of the, like, you know, whatever, I guess, like, for lack of a better term or a different term, success is, like, you and I both see it that way and we both want our listeners to just like have a like mindful hour, but not in like a self-reflective, you got to do some work, but like they were able to like get something out of an episode and laugh and come to feel, you know, validated or come to feel like, man, I have an opinion about this, but also I feel like my opinion is just as valid as opposed to like, 
you know, being beat over the head with an opinion from the news or from some other source that just like makes you feel bad about your day, not, you know, makes you laugh. Uh, my favorite thing to get is I was listening to episode XYZ and I totally just laughed out loud and everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Cause of course they can't hear what I'm laughing at. And I, I love those so much. And I get them from, you know, different people and different episodes. It's like, I don't remember what I said or what Caitlin said that was that funny, but like, or I don't remember it being that funny, but I'm glad it hit your funny bone so perfectly that everybody's looking at you like you're a crazy person. But, you know, like I said, hell yeah, that's, that's the goal. Is this a bad time? Is this a bad time to approach you with the alpha bro, re- like rebranding that I want to take where we're constantly just screaming into the mic? Get up, loser. Stop <laughs> making excuses, you dork. Yeah. People don't make money sitting in their bed wallowing, playing their new worlds on Minecraft, you dork. Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. But we're here to have a fun time, to have a silly, goofy time, and, you know, maybe have a conversation that helps a listener or two along the way. Um, even if it's just something that helps the two of us, not mad about it. But really, um, I want to also increase some of our listener engagement in the next year. And I'm not saying like, you know, making ambiguous goals of numbers or like reaching this many more new listeners or whatever. Like, I just want to continually have the, that feedback that's like positive or even negative. I still stand by the fact that like, we want all feedback, Mm -hmm. good, bad, different. And we've gotten it in all, we've gotten it all. And that's okay. You know, um, I want to, I want to still make sure that we have our homies along the way with us that, um, you know, we're keeping them entertained and making sure it's something that, um, everybody enjoys listening to that, you know, even if it wasn't your favorite episode, it was still an hour not wasted for your week. Mm-hmm. And you just got to hang out with your homies listening <laughs> to us other you're at work, you're uh, in your car, you're at Target <laughs> doing a little bit of self-care shopping. That's my favorite time to listen to podcasts. That's a self-example for me. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. New year, same us, same goal, same mission. Um, and we're just here to have still a goofy time. <laughs> exactly. I agree with that. I think that that is perfect. And yes, I echo the listener engagement. Like we really do want to hear from you. And like, one of the things that I like, I can't stress enough is don't be afraid. Like fear is a like crippling thing. We like genuinely want to hear from you. If you like something, if you don't like something, if you, if you enjoyed something that we said, or you agree with the point, like send us a DM, like, you know, what it doesn't matter We're we are excited to hear from you. Not because like, it's like, Ooh, people listen, but because it's like, we genuinely care about the conversation and want to do right by anybody that's listening to us which is you know like i said we we somehow found each other and have the same outlook on it it's not about like oh man i want to i want a thousand listeners i want you know to be able to monetize this i want to make it a a job like maybe that stuff would be nice at some point in time but it's not the goal the goal is to just have something enjoyable and have people that care and feel like their voice could be heard by you know reaching out and saying hey i really resonated with this thing i really resonated with that thing and you know or hey you guys sounded like knuckleheads you know like whatever it is 
That too. And we use colorful language, so you feel free to use colorful language too. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, one of the things that I'm really glad you're, uh, you're um, in agreement with is like how awesome that's what she said is. And I'm glad that like that was a, a, a good brainchild. So like what we got, you got it. That's what she said this week, my friend. I do have a that's what she said and it, it always feels like to me that the episode in general is that's what she said and you know I try to I'm trying to be better about that but it's January you know you are still the same person that you probably were in December self-growth is a is a continuous thing it's part of the human condition it's not something that you have to continuously chase but it's also not something that you have to beat to death. Um, I'm, I've no, I know I've seen, and I've seen so many TikToks about it too, where it's like, what's the point? What is even the point of trying to get better with this, that thing to get better with time management, to do this, that, whatever we are, we fall into this, this habit of like every moment of my day has to be productive. And if I'm not accomplishing something or if I'm not crossing something off my to-do list, it's time wasted. That's not the fact. It's not, that's not actual reality. The point of it, <laughs> if you are still here, you are um, enjoying your life. You are loving who you are as a person then keep on keeping on. If you're not and you're stuck and you're in a rut, you you feel stuck just like Matt and I have talked about um earlier in this this exact same episode and I feel like we've touched on it in past episodes too. Change something up. The definition of insanity is repeating the same cycle of behavior and expecting something different. Whether it's changing your wake up time by 30 minutes, whether it's you know Going to bed earlier, that's been a huge thing for me personally. Not to sound like a gym bro, but sleep is is hugely important. Um, I'm very, as we're recording this, I'm very, very new into a journey of complete sobriety. Um, I stopped drinking beer. I've been very sober from liquor for several months now. Um, but I stopped drinking beer and I quit vaping. And immediately my sleep improved. Whether and I am so painfully still craving just ripping a fat rip off of vape him a hundred percent. When I'm talking newly sober, I'm saying I'm in like single digit days still. Okay, um, but those feelings of being stuck, the feeling of letting fear win all the time, the feeling of not liking who I am as a person, the feeling of not being the type of person that I want to be, or the type of mother to my children, or the type of wife to my husband. You got to switch the cycle up. For me, that looks like sobriety right now. Probably will be sobriety for a very long time. Full transparency. For you, it could just be as simple as keeping your car clean. Setting a set schedule, a set schedule of every Sunday. I'm going to clean my car out. I'm not going to roll around in a dumpster <laughs> and wheels every single fucking day to and from work. Okay? Whether it's that or just showing up consistently Self-care doesn't always look like sitting in a dark room playing a new world on Minecraft. For me, that's self-care. <laughs> it's also not usually helpful, self-care. Self-care is also being a critic of myself and trying to evaluate the patterns of behavior in myself that are not helping me 
become a better person, a better version of myself, or the type of person that I want to be known for when I'm dead and gone. Um, so yes, we've talked about it a lot this episode already. January is a great time to sit down and take an inventory of your life and the things that you wish you could change. But it doesn't always have to be January. And if you just want to be a lazy sad sack for all of January and like pick it up on February 1st, more power to you. You are allowed to do that too. Um, it's just always this continuous cycle of January 1st is when I'm going to get my shit together. And this year is going to be different than last year. And then come around, you know, March or April, you're still exactly where you were December 25th, <laughs> you know? Um, there's no, there's no set schedule on when you are supposed to accomplish a thing or, or be the, the version of you that's you in a perfect world. Um, I recently did a self meditation. I was, um, sitting at the gym. I usually get a lift in and then I do 10 minutes on the, um, hydro massage bed. And I just wanted like a 10 minute, like get out of my own head kind of thing. And I, I stumbled upon this granola Emily. It's just the stereotype that I call it, who led this like meditation. And I'm not usually huge on meditating or whatever. But this one really struck me on a deep core. And it goes through this meditation where you are sitting on your knees in a field in a safe place. The older version of you sits down and sits knee to knee. And this is the older version of you that you can tell is older, has kinder eyes, has so much more wisdom than you have, has learned all of the hard lessons that you're going to learn and have learned um, 10, 20, 30 years in the future. This older version of you is there. And you just sit and look at each other and occupy the same space. And then this older version lends their hand to you helps stand up and you both sit and face the same direction and start moving forward in the same direction what does that older version of you look like what are those hard lessons that you're struggling through right now that that older version has already conquered um and what are some things some small small tweaks that you can do now to meet that version of yourself sooner rather than later um so i don't know kind of a rambly that's what she said but it's that really struck me um only because i as somebody who has had a morbid sense of humor for most of my life it's really difficult to picture myself older because i don't really mm -hmm. have the safe assumption that i'm gonna make it that far I feel um so i don't know let's all go meet our older versions and hope that our older versions are nice to us because i'm sure mine is just oh <laughs> she literally in that meditation she looked at me she was like bitch you don't even know <laughs> just like i would sit around and sit knee to knee with myself from 10 years ago say the same thing to her just like the older version of me said to me then like bitch you don't even know um, but yeah Radical self-love, all of those things. It's January. Um, here we are, 2024. Go slay, <laughs> bitch. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, 
you hit me your your new camera setup which i have noticed by the way and i like it uh you moved your hands and it hit me with the sarah mclaughlin moment where like it like zoomed out to get your hand movement and then it slowly zoomed in while you were given your like heaviest part of that and it was just like man i'm like riveted right now sitting on the edge of my seat while it's giving me this like slow zoom hanging on every word like there should be uh music playing in the background and and well i accidentally turned on like face tracking in riverside a couple weeks ago i don't know that i'm ever gonna remember to turn it off so it's it's fine i (laughs) that's what that is i like it uh (laughs) when you talk with your hands when you move it does everything and it seems really elegant and it's forcing me to think man i really need to put these on youtube which I'm trying to get better about doing, but for our earlier episodes, some of the video wasn't as good because we had technical difficulties or the audio didn't line up. So every time I'm like, oh, I'll use that one. It's like, oh yeah, the reason I didn't use this one then was because the audio didn't line up and I don't want to put out bad quality product. So we have had to wait on that and hopefully here pretty soon, they're about to start getting good. So maybe you'll start seeing these or you will have seen some of these on YouTube, but uh, we're coming to like the end and i just wanted to point out as this is january 1st or whatever day you're listening to this seven years from today you will be a completely new person all your cells will have changed over so if in seven years it's not going to matter don't hang on to it now let it go because you'll be a completely new person ain't no reason to drag that with you and that's what he said, okay? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we'll see you on the next. The bell is about to ring. If you want to drop us a voice message or simply ask a question, you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes below. Be sure to leave us a five-star review. It helps more people find us. Theme music by Kinsey. More music available on Spotify. Remember, every day is a class. Go learn something.